so I'll just just adjust it just a little bit. Just a little. Just a little bit. Just a tip bit. Tip there you bit. go. Yeah, grab, I'm going to grab something to drink. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> drink up my last. Liquid uh, death. My last liquid death. I got to go get some more. Yeah, that's the last one. They're a little pricey. Yeah. Oh, man. It's nice being off today. <laughs> We're probably going to have to work next Saturday, though. I think so. Yeah. Why is that? Well, I'll probably take volunteers, whoever wants to work, just to stay ahead and whatever. I figured the next Saturday would probably be better. To work? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the day before Christmas Eve. Yeah. We might end up working both of those Saturdays. So be it, man. Well, at least he'll take, he'll do just like, <clears throat> like he did last time, do volunteers. Cause obviously, I mean, he can't force us to work. Right. <clears throat> but anybody who, who wants to, we'll be able to get that, get that overtime. Yeah. Shit. That's why they didn't have anyone work this Saturday. Probably. They didn't want to pay us. We probably should have though. Well, there's, there's a lot of. Maybe we didn't get any trailers. There was a lot of trailers that came in Friday night. Was there? Yeah, there was like a fifty-three footer that came in, and I think there's already two other two other trailers. Because I know Dwayne didn't go out <clears throat> last night. No, no. I know. I know. Last <clears throat> night they closed. They had no travel advisory on the roads going from from Williston all the way to Wofford. That that highway. Yeah, that whole area was shut down. Yeah, the whole area. Nothing had, east though. Yeah. So well, I don't. Well. I don't know. What else? It was white knuckle. Friday. Yeah, it was. That sounds good. I like that. Crack open my liquid death. Not a sponsor, but we would be. We already on? We are. Yeah, we're already on. Okay. Shit. ABR. ABR. Always be ready. Yeah. Always be ready. Always be recording. Yeah. We're going to run it as always be recording. They say always be ready. <clears throat> I finally heard him say that. Yeah. I thought it was recording. Always be recording. No, that's what, uh, that's what, uh, Dak that's says what, yeah. an armchair expert yeah. he says always be ready oh <clears throat> yeah they say it more and more and then they turn it turns into always be recording yeah that's but a good yeah. show stole it from them yeah stolen stolen material but it makes sense it seems like it would be a term used in a lot of stuff yeah well God, no more noise at all, although you can hear everything that happens downstairs. Yeah, we can still hear that. I might, uh, I might make like a little partition or something for the doorway right there because sound still comes in through the door. Yeah, <clears throat> and make like a little, maybe put like a little wall and a door there, like a soundproof door. Yeah. So if somebody does come in, they can see we're recording, and, we, and then they'll have to come in through both doors. Or we something. need another light. Outside that turns red. Yeah, we need the on air light. I still, yeah. I still want to order one of those. Yeah, we need our on air light. <clears throat> <clears throat> Sounds like we both got the sniffles a little bit. Well, we just came in from outside. Yeah, it's getting cold out there. Starting to a little bit. Of course, I'm always stuffed up, so something's always coming out. That's kind of gross, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, I got more panels up. More of those acoustic panels up yeah, in yeah. the studio. Those little one inch. One inch thick. Looking darker and darker. 12 by 12. I was disappointed. I might write a bad review on this last batch. Not all of them were 12 by 12. No? No. 
they started getting all off. Like you can't really tell looking at it up here, but like some of them started getting off. Like I would, I lined up one row and then the next row, like some of them, some of them have some overhang, like they're sticking out a little bit further than the other one. <clears throat> a couple of them are shorter. I'm like, what the heck is going on? It looks good. Yeah. It how, looks cool. How much was it for a hundred of them? Um, they, they're, I think it was 40 bucks for a 52 pack. Jesus. Yeah, they should be pretty spot on for that. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are the, these are like the cheapest ones that are on there. I mean, there's others that are more expensive. I can hear everything they're saying there's down a there whole for lot some of, reason. Yeah, there's a whole lot of noise coming through in the kitchen. Yeah. That's weird. That's weird. They're are we going to be able to drown that out? Yeah. They're eating dinner in the kitchen. Yeah, I mean, the, the refrigerator doesn't never came through we're talking about the refrigerator and and a yeah. bunch, bunch of your farts <laughs> <laughs> i gotta stop doing that <clears throat> that although all, that first one that i laughed so hard in that last episode <laughs> i'm riding down the road and i'm just fucking cracking up dude that was great that was a pretty fun one that might be that might be number one or number two for me yeah out of all the ones we've done 20 20 deadliest animals based on, on that was kills, pretty cool yeah. based on their kill count uh there was an animal brought up to us that wasn't on the list that uh i really never really looked up yeah but, you want to uh, look that up i'm gonna look it up real quick so you'll hear what it is when i ask uh google what it is how many annual deaths do bears have Uh, or asking how many people a year how many how many humans are killed by bears each year okay so it says there's 750,000 black bears from north america and they kill less than one person per year on the average yeah so that's black that's black bears that's black bears but we were told that montana has what is the grizzly bears grizzly kill bears. like seven seven people a year how many humans a year do grizzly bears kill? Between 2020 and 2022, there were eight fatal grizzly bear attacks in North America. So that's only four. That's so less than sharks. Yep. That's and only four per year because that's a two-year span. Well, 2020 to 2022, yeah. So so a two-year span, <laughs> they killed eight pe eight people, so that's only four. That's why they weren't on, that's why they didn't make the list, Randy. Sorry. Right. And then from 2015 to 2019, there were seven fatal attacks. So yeah, they didn't so make the seven, list because of that. But seven over four years and then They and still then, are a deadly creature. Yeah. Very deadly. Yeah, and don't get close to him. You see a bear in the woods, it's not Winnie the Pooh. Don't go up and try to take or his Yogi. Honey or give it's it. Not yeah. Yogi. He's not it's coming not over. He's not yeah. coming over to ask you for your picnic basket. And it's not Smokey the Bear. Only you can prevent forest fires. Yeah. Yeah, it's not him either. No. So. It's the one that'll murder you easily. <laughs> yeah. What'd you say? Yeah. Hey, you, want, you want a sandwich? And it's going to eat you. It's going to eat your, eat your face. So I'm going to put bones in your Pepsi. Ooh, somebody did something. Holy shit. No, it's I put nicotine in my system. <laughs> it's from smoking. The lining of my throat is probably like tissue paper now. I've been smoking for 30 years. Like, come to the dark side. Yeah. This is as close as I'll get. Well, a cigar every now and then. Yeah. Well, but still, who knows how bad them things are for you. It's just a different They haven't different done really poison. good studies on them it's yet. One poison for another. And I can't imagine the oil in there is any better than tar. 
I don't know. For your lungs and I stuff. I thought it was I thought it was like food. I heard one one manufacturer, I don't know how many of them do, but it's like food grade flavorings. Well, <clears throat> so if that's the case, I mean it's still lining but your still, throat. Still I mean you're not really supposed to vape them. You're not supposed to turn it into a vapor and inhale it. It's food based uh food right. food grade uh flavorings, but you're supposed to eat it. Yeah, right. <laughs> you digest it and then <clears throat> shit it out. That's not it's well, not really how it's intended to be. We're all going to go someday. What's the difference? Yeah. Well, what was it that Leanne said? We were talking, we said something, we were going out for nicotine. And somebody, I think she said they're bad for you. And we're like, yeah, we're all, we all, we all got to die somehow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Something's got to kill me. Yeah. I'm not going to live forever. <clears throat> it'd be nice to, en- it'd be nice to enjoy my, all of my 60s and make it to like 75 you know i mean that'd be a good age I oh think. i'm sure you will we hope <laughs> yeah i have not been good to myself you man. will shut up you will okay you're i not, will you're all not right le- you're not leaving me that soon <laughs> oh you told me to shut up i can't talk no more <laughs> oh okay well now you're good okay cool 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 i can unshut up <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> that's funny oh what did you what did you say softly screw you (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. fuck you guys i mean well like okay just softly screw you (laughs) oh shit that's good stuff josh texted me this morning he says you got to work today i said nope he says you're hungry i said yep he goes me too i said congratulations (laughs) and then he sent me a flipping off (laughs) and i'm taking a drink of coffee at the time and i almost spit it all over myself dude (laughs) that's funny Shit cracks me up, man. Oh man! And well, then, uh, and then I fucked up. Oh, what happened? Um, I don't know if I don't know if I should say it on here because I don't know if uh, they're listening. But I kind of screwed up their Christmas present for the boys. Oh, Josh was texting me as I was saying it, not to say anything, and it was just Ethan Michael with us. So Caleb is the one that he really wants to be excited about it. So I'll shut up. <clears throat> but uh, I just pointed at my face and I'm like, fuck, hate you. <laughs> Shoot, you let the cat out of the bag. Yeah, because as soon as I started saying, Josh was like, hey, like really loud in, the, in Grandma's chair. And I'm like, what the fuck was that? And he looks at me, he's like, it's Christmas. It's like, oh, man, shit. <laughs> And then he told Ethan Michael what it was. Oh, shoot. He said, that's one of your gifts, and but don't tell your brother, you know, so. Dang. Well, that's all right. It's, it's, it's the thing I talked to you about going to. Oh, okay. But we won't talk about it. Okay. Caleb does listen to these sometimes. In August. Yeah, so I don't want him to know about it. All right. We won't say anything. So, anyway, what's on the agenda today, Matt? Well, we got a fun episode. Welcome back. Finally. Welcome. Hello. So, the writer's strike and the, the SAG after the strike is over. Hell yeah, we've been saying that for a few weeks. So, we can finally talk about movies. Yeah. So, welcome back to another movie review. What's up, everybody? I'm your host, Matt. I'm here with my co-host. What's up? It's Jake D. Yeah. Excited to give back because we've been seeing all kinds of movies coming out and there's all kinds of stuff that we've been wanting to talk about. And we oh, got yeah. we, we you, you heard of our votes and you heard you heard what movies to vote for and we got some some votes in. We only got we only got four votes. But that's okay. So, we had one vote from Josh Thomas. What's up Josh? Shout What's out. up Josh? He wanted us to do Goon. Wait, sorry. You got outvoted. 
<laughs> three, three to one. Got outvoted. So we're, this episode, we're going to do Slapshot. Oh, man. One of my all-time favorite sport movies. It's an oldie, but goodie. Oh, yeah. It's a fantastic <clears throat> movie. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that. <laughs> I got a few I got a few things to say about that movie. I'm I I'm excited about doing this movie because <laughs> I grew up on this movie. Yeah, we've talked about this movie a lot. I remember watching it when I was a young kid with my dad, and <clears throat> I remember watching it as an adult. And then I remember when Ethan started playing hockey, we'd go on the road, and all the hockey players they would sit in a hotel room and they would watch it. Oh, really? Like, even the young kids they started watching it. And I, I guess if you're not really into hockey. I don't know if you would enjoy the movie a whole lot, but I think you, I think they might, but I think that if you gave it a shot, you would fucking enjoy it. No, pun it, it intended. is a good, yeah, no pun into it. <laughs> no pun intended, but it is a great, great movie to me. Anyway, in my opinion, it was a good movie. I'll say I like the movie. Good. I got some stuff to say about the movie, but I like the movie. Good. I'll say that first. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was a, it was a good movie. I liked it, but it was, it was, uh, it's 1977. So yeah. it's oldie but goodie. Two years before I was. We're going, we're going back. 46 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, pretty good. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed good. it. <clears throat> so let's just get right into. Let's get right let's into Let's just it, get man. right into the movie. So you want to hear director, writer, and producer, or, or do you want to hear how much money it made? What are you interested in? Um, let's just. Let's just do writers, directors first. All right. So director, <clears throat> we got Gregory Roy Hill. I didn't look up anything else that he did, but I'm sure he was directing stuff back then. So that's who that was. Writer. The writer was a woman. Really? Yeah. Cool. Nancy Dowd. That's who the writer was. Nancy Dowd. Yeah. Does that sound familiar to you? It does. I might have to look that up too. Who... Really quick, you're gonna have to look a little further into your notes. But who played Ogie Oglethorpe? Oh, Ned Dowd. I'm Interesting. wondering. Interesting. If his wife wrote it. Same name. Same name. Hmm. Well, yeah. We'll get there. We'll have to look at that. We'll have to dive in. We got some producers for this. There's four people on IMDb is my source. That's been my source from the beginning. So Robert Crawford Jr., Stephen J. Friedman, Patrick Kelly, and Robert J. Wunsch, Wunsch, that W-U-N-S-C-H. Hmm. Wunsch. So those are our producers for this. That's what, that's what we got. <clears throat> Cinematographer, we got Victor J. Kemper. And the editing was done by Dee Dee Allen. And then I got to give our shout out to our second unit, our second, our assistant director and the second assistant director and those, those people. So Peter Burrell, Wayne A. Farlow, Tom Joyner, Dan Kolsrud, and James A. Westman. That's our second, second unit. Second unit. So we got to give some credit to them them guys. That's, and there was a lot, a lot of second unit stuff in there this There was all, all kinds of little stuff. A lot like, of bus uh, travels. That, yeah, all that stuff. They probably filmed all that, all those anywhere anywhere that there wasn't any main acting and main uh, right. talking. They probably, Shooting the crowd during the hockey games yeah, and I'm stuff. Sure, I'm there sure. was a ton of stuff. Like some of the other teams on the ice before some of that, the, the main team came out. Yep. What was their what was their team name again? The um, Charlestown Chiefs. Chiefs. That's what it was. The Chiefs. The that's Charlestown it. Chiefs. Well, <clears throat> did you find anything just yet? Um, <clears throat> I was looking up an overview of it really quick. Okay. Do, do you mind if I read the overview? No. Yeah. Give it. I was just going to say we can do an overview if you hadn't found anything. Right. I didn't, I didn't write anything down. So it, it says 
In the small New England town of Charlestown, the local mill is about to lay off 10,000 workers. The town's minor league hockey team, the Charlestown Chiefs, is doing no better. After years of failure, this will be the team's last season. Exasperated player and coach Reggie Dunlop, played by Paul Newman, lets the club's recent acquisitions, the Hanson brothers, play. <laughs> the brothers actively violent and thuggish style of play excites the fans. Dunlop retools the team using violence to draw big crowds. There we go. That's pretty good synopsis. That's <laughs> that's a great synopsis of the of the movie. That's pretty much what happens in the movie. Yep. So, all right. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do our budget and our box office. What they made before we get into cast. We got a lot of people for cast, and then we'll we'll give our we'll do our input and stuff. What we liked and what what we didn't like about the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, the budget. Because some of those scenes, like that bust scene and and the parade at the end, filming all that, that's a lot. There's a lot of extras. I'm like, man, that must have cost a lot of money. I was watching it because there's in the end, there's a there's a like a victory parade. Yep. Where they're they're all on cars and floats and all kinds of stuff, and there's bands and stuff. And I'm like, I'm talking to a man. I'm like, holy cow, I bet that costs a lot of money to film that. Or I wonder if they just invaded a parade that was already going on. That's what I was just gonna say. And like maybe they're filming the crowd in the parade, and then they had like they did like, a, all right, we're gonna have this float go through, and they filmed that, and they just borrowed the crowd. Yeah. And I'm like I don't know. I'm not sure how they did that. Whoa. We got a whole lot of. We got a whole lot of noise going on. Hang on a second, everybody. All right, counters, counters going. I, I hit pause on that one, and I hit pause again. So I did it the easy way. So it's right. all one one audio track. All right. So I did find something little, about that Nancy Dowd, the writer. Okay. Um, so What'd you find it, it. It's confusing. Because I looked up Nancy Dowd, and it came up with her IMDb, and it says on her IMDb that um, her, uh, oh, what did I do now? Uh-oh, did you hit back? God damn it. <laughs> did you lose it? I think I did. So if I look up Slapshot on IMDb. It comes up with written by Nancy Dowd. So then I pulled up hers. And it said on hers, it, it said on hers that her sibling is Ned Dowd. Oh. And then I looked up his page and his spouse is Nancy Dowd. That's weird. Did he, is his sister Nancy Dowd and he married a different Nancy? See, so yeah, her page says that he's her sibling. But on his page, it says that her name is his spouse. That's weird. So I don't know if he married a Nancy. Maybe he married a Nancy or he married a sister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's just weird. But he actually played in the NHL. Oh, he's a real player. Yeah, he played for the Jets back in the day, the Winnipeg Jets. Oh, nice. Yeah. So That's I thought cool. that was pretty cool. So. But yeah, no, I, when I when you said Nancy Dowd, I'm like, didn't we just write that name <laughs> yeah, down for Obi Oglethorpe? Yeah. So yeah, no. So second unit. Probably did a lot of them extra external shots. Yeah. So, and, and that parade, that parade must have cost a lot of money. I, I'm kind of hoping they just kind of jumped into a parade though, and just it that'd was be funny. Hey, they just like, hey, in. hey, can we can we pay you this much, or can we film this parade? 
that'd be kind of cool the way they did that i don't know how they did it but makes you wonder they're like okay we'll just cut off at this part and just head on down off the street yeah because they didn't finish the parade they all yeah. drove off they, yeah well no, no, so, no they finished the parade she drove off that's maybe, right yeah the the ex-wife basically yeah i can't remember kind what of. her name is in the movie but uh, i think i, I think you, you got, got her down. We'll i get think i have it. her in here i'm sure you do if you say the characters I'll, I'll know it what was her name francine was she francine uh yes okay i've got her yeah <clears throat> all right so let's talk about this because man must have cost a lot of money let's talk about this budget that they had six million dollars in, was 77? in 77 they had a six million dollar budget that's a lot of money in 77 it's a paul newman movie well yeah i guess you i mean he probably got what four million of that probably because <laughs> you know? i mean paul, paul newman was the shit back in the day he was he was big he was, did all kinds of good movies yeah and there's no other big names in there really nope there's there's one guy that's done some stuff recently even more and i oh i may have lost his name in here it's in it's in here but i don't remember that's exactly okay. who he was. Because I, I've, I think I, I remember. Was, I was trying to look up all their uh, um, IMDb's and what they've done. Well, the movie. And, so, well, we'll get into that right now. Let's, let's, I'll tell you. I'll hit you with the box office. What they made. How much do you think they made back in the seventies? <clears throat> What's your guess? With a, a six million dollar budget and a Paul Newman movie, but it is a it is a sports movie, so. And it's, but it's a hockey movie too. And hockey wasn't really, really big as it is now. Yeah. So I would probably say box office. I'm going to, I'm going to say 17 mil with a $6 million budget, Paul Newman, 17 mil. That's, that's not too far off. It made more than that though. It did. It made $28 million. Wow. <laughs> that's actually a pretty good chunk of change. I yeah. mean, they made almost five times their money. Yeah. So six million dollar budget, and who knows if they stuck to that budget? Maybe they came in under, maybe they went over, but they made back twenty. They made twenty eight million dollars. So that's just the box office. That's yeah. It's become like in the hockey world such a cult classic that I'm sure DVD sales and anything to do with the Charlestown Chiefs jerseys and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I bet it's made. Well, I mean, so much more money. They made fifteen dollars off me this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> oh you bought the movie yeah you didn't rent it you no bought i it. bought it yeah i don't i don't really i don't have i have an issue with renting movies because then it's like if i want to rewatch it later right i gotta pay another 3.99 like it's yeah. only it's only 15 bucks yeah so I was like, you gotta yeah, watch it four whatever. times to make your money back yeah so i'm like whatever i'll yeah. just buy it why not why not it, it never hurts to have that movie on a key, yeah though. it's in my itunes thing so anywhere i can log into my <laughs> itunes even if you I can watch, watch even if you watch when the brothers come in just that first <laughs> sequence when they play a game, just to watch that over and over again, yeah. it's worth it, dude. That's hilarious. It's freaking awesome. <clears throat> yeah, so they made a pretty good chunk of money back. Yeah, that's not bad. That. That's not bad at all. Yeah. So let's get into cast. We already said Paul Newman. Paul Newman's in this movie. He plays Reggie. Reggie Dunlop, Reggie, player coach. Yeah, player coach. So that was kind of funny, too. Yep. Player coach. All right, so I just went down the list on IMDb and just picked a bunch of their, their names that they had on here. So I'm not sure. Do you remember who McGrath was? I don't remember exactly who that was, McGrath, in the movie. But uh, Strother, Strother Mart Martia was played somebody named McGrath. Uh, Michael O-N-T-K-E-A-N. Ontkeen, Ned Brand Braden. Which one was Ned? 
Was that the younger one, the one that didn't, didn't want to fight? Yep, that was Ned Braden. Okay, that was Ned Braden. Yep. And then Jennifer Warren played Francine. I think that's I think that's Reggie's wife, ex-wife, wife but separated. No, or is Francine? Oh yeah, no. Jennifer Warren was uh, played Francine Dunlop. Yeah, yeah. Reggie's ex-wife. Yeah. They weren't divorced yet, though. Yeah, they're still legally married, but right. they're separated. And he still hits on her, and he still does. He tries to be involved in her life. And then uh, Lindsey Krause was Killer Carlson. Killer Carlson. Killer Carlson. Dave Ch- Killer Carlson. Yeah. And then we've got Andrew Duncan was the announcer guy. So the Andrew Duncan played a, uh, Jim Carr was the announcer up in the booth always yeah who, who announced the home this games. is hockey <laughs> yeah he's up there eating a snickers or shit <laughs> watching the fights and then we've got um all right let's do the hansen brothers we've got jeff carlson plays jeff hansen steve carlson plays steve hansen so he's steve steve then we've got dave uh no oh, i wrote it's d-a-v-i-n dave and hansen is supposed to be David? Did I write that down wrong? You want to mm, fact check that check. for me? David, David Hansen. It's David Hansen. I my I wrote that down wrong. David Hansen is no, Jack Hansen. Jack Hansen. So Steve, Steve, Jack, and Jeff. Yeah. So in case you didn't hear that, Carlson Carlson, Steve Carlson, who played Steve Hansen, and Jeff Carlson, who played Jeff Hansen, are actual brothers. Yeah. So they had they just used their own first names. Yep. And Jeff then David and Hansen was Jack Hansen. Yeah, that's kind of funny. Jeff and Steve played Jeff and Steve. But yep. They just changed their last name. <laughs> and then the uh, other guy. Another is cool Hansen. thing. Oh, what's that? The other guy is Hanson, David Hanson. He plays a character with his own last name. Yeah, Jack Hanson. The cool thing about uh, Steve and Jeff Carlson is they're from where I'm from. They're from my hometown. Yeah, you're saying around, they're from around Muskegon. Muskegon. I think. I think Steve still lives around Muskegon, Michigan. He lives up in North Muskegon by where that's my kinda, aunt used that's to live. That's kind of cool. Or my, I have a couple cousins live up in North Muskegon. I think if uh, I think if we do another hockey game where we do movie jerseys, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get a Hanson Brothers jersey and wear it with with Josh, and he can wear the Ogie Oglethorpe. Well, I think all of us should get Hanson jerseys. That'd be funny. At least three of us. That would be really funny. Ethan has one. Oh, he does. He has one at the house that um, when we were in Vegas back in 2019, the first time I went there with Ethan. Yeah. We went to that uh, sports memorabilia place up there in the Venetian. Okay, the same one we went to. The last same time. one we went to, the Field and Dreams or whatever it is. That place is nice. It is, and they got a lot of cool jerseys that are signed. Well, they had a Hanson Brothers jersey signed by all three of them. Oh, and it was like four hundred dollars, and I talked the guy down to one forty. Oh, nice. And I got it for one forty, and I brought it home, and it's in Ethan's room. It's on top of his little mini fridge in his bedroom. That's not one you wear, though. No, no, no. no. I, I, I do. I put it off for four or five years now. I need to go buy a case. Yeah. And have it tacked in there and put it on the wall somewhere. Yeah, they buy a nice little shadow box for it. They, yeah. That's what they call it. Because, shadow yeah, boxes. they call them shadow boxes. Same thing, they put flags in and stuff when they're folded up. And yeah. Things. But, yeah, no, uh, I need to get a jersey shadow box and have that jersey pinned up and put up in there nice and then have, put it on the wall somewhere. That'd be cool. Because it's a, <laughs> I mean, it's signed by all three. And then you've got that magazine. I have a Sports Illustrated a sports downstairs signed by all three of them. Yeah. Now, yeah. I, now I've seen the movie, so I know I know, yeah. know the reference better. Right. And my brother-in-law gave me that. That's pretty cool. He had it. Um, there was a there was a collector's place, like a sports car collector place in our hometown, right down by the movie theater. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had 
50 things signed by the Hanson brothers. That's cool. And they had a big auction just to get rid of all of it because they had so much of it. Hmm. And he ended up picking up that Sports Illustrated. <clears throat> when he bought our old house from us, he was just giving shit away, and he knew that I'm a huge hockey guy. Is that I a, love the movie. Is that an actual Sports Illustrated that they did for the movie, or is it a, like a fake Sports Illustrated No, it's a, real for, it's a real It's a real Sports Illustrated, okay. but they were put on the front of it because after this movie in 19 – I think a Sports Illustrated is from like maybe 97, 98, mm -hmm. or maybe 2000. But after this movie, if you're talking to any hockey fan in the world and you mention the Hanson brothers, they know who he is. They know who they are. That's awesome. Them three brothers from that movie are like the the uh, imaginary tough guy lore of hockey. Yeah. You know? So, <laughs> you know, putting on the foil, coach. That's so funny. I mean, <laughs> old-time hockey like Eddie Shore. Well, piss on Eddie Shore. Piss on old time hockey, and they all look like what shocked and shit. But them guys getting out there and just the shit they did in that first game, <laughs> they brought their fucking toys with them. Yeah, <laughs> that was the, so funny. They're playing with the race cars in the fucking. I actually, hotel. he pulls. He goes into the room, is looking at him. He pulls a, a he pulls a car out. Not NASCAR. I almost said NASCAR. He pulls the F one car out. I'm like, that's either F one or Indy. I'm like, that looks like a Marlboro Ferrari. Yeah. That's not Schumacher's, is it? So I'm, start, I'm looking, I'm like, who was number five? Because it, it had a five on it. And I'm like, I couldn't find the number five. Oh. I'm like, there's been a few that have used number five, but later. Like there was there was one, who, a guy, but um, a lot of people who've used number five in the past have won quite a few. Like a Sebastian Vettel, he's a, <clears throat> he's a fairly current, I would say. He won a lot of stuff um, before, I think it was just before... So like the reign of winners, it was like reason right now it's Max Verstappen and he bumped out um the Mercedes driver. Um why am I I'm blanking on his name? I don't know any of the F one drivers. Shoot. I'm blanking on his name. Fernando? No. No, the last the so he bumped out the last world champ um Lewis Hamilton. There you go. He bumped out him and then right and then <clears throat> Lewis, I'm pretty sure Lewis Hamilton was the one the new the new young star who bumped out Sebastian Vettel. So I mean not that long ago. And he used he raced with number five and won a bunch of championships with that number. Nice. But I was looking at it, I'm like, that could be a who was big back then? I mean like in the seventies, I'm thinking it could be it could be uh Nicky Lauder or it could be James Hunt. From back then, and I'm like, uh, I couldn't find their numbers. I think louder was like 11 or something, but I did, I did pause it. And I'm like, I wonder <laughs> who that was just to throw in some flavor for this episode, but I couldn't find who that actually was. So it could have been an indie car or something a little bit different. Cause Indy, I don't know when Indy started, but that was cause Indy's a little bit different. They're spec cars and they're, they're have more rules and regulations, but <clears throat> all right. So we've got uh, Yvonne Barrett played someone played one of the one of the team players Dennis Dennis C E M I E U X that might have been the goalie L L E Lemieux oh that's an L sorry Lemieux yeah, Den my, Denny Lemieux my sorry my L my capital L was a little too curved and it didn't look like a C I'm like what the heck but yeah so he was the goalie right. Yeah, 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 Denny, the Denny French, Lemieux, the French goalie. Yep, and then we've got Brad Sullivan. We go to Florida. I get the money, <laughs> the hair, the hair. <laughs> yeah, he he means air. <laughs> yeah, right. Because he's got such a thick French accent. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Wanchuk. 
That's who. That's who. Brad Sullivan. I think he's the one who's been in some um, other stuff. Like I think Brad Sullivan and um, Paul Newman are probably the like he probably wasn't big back then, but he's he's been in some stuff. Been in a few movies. That Brad, yeah, he's the one that played Mole. I bought a pizza and a massage parlor. He's Moe. that dude from what? What movie is that? From from Slapshot. Oh, he's the one that played Moe Moses. He That's played, what they called he, him. Well, Morris Morris Moe. But they called him Wayne Chuck Wayne Chuck or something like that. In the in IMDb, he's got that name. It oh. says Wayne Chuck or something. You 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 make me sick, Morris. The way you talk. <laughs> he's the one who was always talking about women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about how. He, that that one scene is like I and I know a barmaid in this town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> last time last time we were up here on the road, I had sex with her. Yeah, he's talking about how she just walked right up to him and she's rubbing her boobs on him. Yeah, yeah. and he's smoking that cigar. Yeah. And he's rubbing him chest upon that. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of other stuff too. I yeah. recognize oh. I recognize that face. He was in quite a few movies. All right, then we've got one of the other players is Steve is Stephen Mandillo. He played Jim Ahern. I don't remember exactly who that is, but. uh uh, all right, I got some of the other players too from from the big championship game. Okay, so we've got uh, Connie Connie Mandinga play Ross Mad Dog Madison. Mad Dog Madison. We've got Joe Nolan who played Clarence Screaming Buffalo Swampton. Fuck yeah! His name's Joe. Joe. Joe Nolan. Joe Nolan. He's a big old native guy. Oh yeah. We got uh, Blake Bell who played uh, Gilmore Tuttle. He's one of the other players, and then. Ned Dowd. Not Tuttle. <laughs> yep. Not, not Oglethorpe. Yep. Oglethorpe. O- Oglethorpe. Oglethorpe. Yeah. Thorpe. <laughs> so that's who that's who Josh wore. He had Ogi Oglethorpe's jersey. He wore yeah. that for the hockey game. And Oglethorpe had that big fro. Yeah. And he's just a young kid. And he he just got released from prison or something. Yeah, yeah. And he didn't extradite him back to Canada. And, and they didn't want him. Because <laughs> the whole backstory of these guys. Oh, that was funny. So they didn't want him. They bring back all these guys that have been kicked out of the league and shit and built this team to go play the yeah. Chiefs because they're all yeah, fighters. Yeah, one of the man. other guys. One of them, like, I thought he was I thought he was kicked out forever. Right? That one dude. Uh, who's, who, oh, who's the guy that played Charlie? Charlie. Which one was Charlie? Who's uh, one of the, the other one team with, members? The one with like the sideburns and the goatee. Mm, I didn't the see one him that, on there. The one that during the fashion show, he's like, I'm not going to wear this shit. I'm going to go out there and shake it. Yeah. And you're gonna, all these women are going to scream with the exception of my wife. Yeah. Everyone's going to be screaming Everyone's for the exit. Screaming and running for the exit. <laughs> yeah. He's that, on the phone. I think his name's Charlie. That was awesome. He was on the phone and then all of a sudden he's here screaming. And he's like, oh, man. <laughs> he's like, dude, that's great. I thought that was funny. I got I to gotta find I'm going to flash him. Yeah, that's right. I'm going to flash him. You you old son of a bitch! I'm gonna flash him, and everybody, with the exception of my wife, is gonna be running for the exits. Did they leave? Can you come join us? Can I mic you up? No, but that movie, uh, dude, whoever whoever played oh, shit, that I guy, the, I forgot to mute the other mics. The only reason I'm talking about that guy is because the part when he uh, he he skates to center ice or whatever in that big. Uh, the big native guy standing there and he's got the war paint on and yeah. he's like, how? And yeah. he starts skating at him and he turns around there skating away. He's running away from and him. And he catches him he's like, woo, 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 catches him and just yep. beats the hell out of him. Starts beating him. That's oh the whole, God, the championship game of the day because they're, I mean, this is like a bad news bears kind of situation. Kind of, they're at the yeah. bottom just 
just horrible fighting <clears throat> and all whatever. And then, then they get to the championship game and this is the last championship game and they change their roster completely. Right. The other team that the news guy, the announcer gets a piece of paper from a notebook and says, Oh, I got the, they changed the lineup. I got the, <laughs> they changed all their players. And he starts reading off all the players. And they and all start skating out. And yeah. they're like, God, <laughs> not poodle. Yeah. Oh man. So the whole purpose of that was because they just wanted to beat them. Just, That's it. Just, just pummel them. The whole game was a fight. Yeah, it was. Well, the first, that first period was. Yeah. Cause the second cause, period was a little bit of hockey and then it ends in a fight. Yeah. Because yeah. uh, Paul Newman's character, Reggie. Right, Reggie, he tells me they're going to play. He wants to win his last game of all-time hockey. Yep. He, wants to, he play. wants to play it straight. Yeah, play it straight. And then they're like, all right. And then they start getting pummeled, start getting beat up. Yeah. <laughs> they're all everybody, Everybody's all bloody, and they're going back to the locker room, and then they change up that plan. Yeah. They're like, screw that. Dude, that was, that was awesome. That whole, dude, the whole movie is good. Um, How much more cast you got? Because I know you wrote down a lot of cast. Was that most of it? Yep. That was it. All That's right. all everybody I wrote down. Um, <clears throat> I, you know, I don't consider myself a super smart guy. I don't know if I'm well-spoken. I don't know what a lot of big words mean. <laughs> so don't use them around me, please. But uh, <laughs> if you have the chance to watch this movie at least once, do yourself a favor and watch it. Yeah. If nothing else... You'll have just knowledge of what some of the lines mean. You'll have knowledge of the Hanson brothers, and you're going to see a great movie. So this movie, so it was done in the 70s, and I was a little worried because I know acting has gotten a lot better and things have changed and cinematography has changed. I was, I was surprised. I mean, I was, it was, I was enjoying the movie because I recently rewatched Dune, from from 84 or possibly 80s and right the it was it was getting bad like a man and i were watching and like i don't know if i can watch this because <laughs> i mean their acting was decent right i mean the it was dramatic and a little bit overacting and there was some parts because that was that's more of a sci-fi drama movie this is a comedy and this is a um rated r comedy for back back in the 70s that's kind of strange yeah, not a whole lot of this because I mean it was it was filmed as kind of like a dramatic comedy, <clears throat> but Dune, oh my gosh, I was I was struggling to watch the movie, <laughs> right? Because of the acting, the way the acting was. I mean, individually, they're decent actors, they're good actors. There's some pretty good names. Well, maybe maybe we'll get to that one. We'll we'll throw in some flavor when we when we do Dune Part One and Part Two with uh, what's his name, Timothy Timothy. Shama something. Shamalamadingo? Something like that. Shamlet? Shamlet? I think that's what his name is. Shalomane? Shalomane? Shala something something like that. I'd have to I'd have to look it up. But yeah. Maybe we'll maybe we'll reference that when we get to those those yeah, movies. Yeah, yeah. We'll throw some some stuff in <clears throat> about that one. But yeah, I was just I could almost couldn't watch that one. But this one was good. The acting was pretty good. Um I did have some issues with the storylines though. What was your issues with it's the It's like they were line? trying to focus on the game, but they were trying and then they were trying to add in flavor of every of the, some of the a couple of the people's lives. They were trying to build characters. They were building the characters, but it was they didn't I don't think they did enough to build the characters. Right. And then they just wanted to be on the ice and fight. 
I mean, they did they did good story progression of the team as a whole, how they were just basically the worst, seemed like they were the worst team in the league, and then they started getting better, and they just started getting crowd the crowd. There was a lot of the Paul Newman's character trying to play the politics of the sport yep. and keep them alive and just some of that kind of stuff, and it, it was a little lacking, I would say. Like, they could have done more. Yeah. I think they I think they had the cast and they had the the characters that were there that they could have done justice to them. I just think some of that fell by the wayside. But I think they did just enough to make you understand what it's about. Yeah, just enough, but I think for I don't know, I think for like a move like a moviegoer or somebody who likes that likes to see the story and see the progression. You want to see it, more of the arc. I think they yeah, I think they could have done a little bit more. I don't yeah. know, maybe they maybe there was some stuff that was edited out that would have helped, but I don't know. It could have been. It could have been better, but it was a good movie. There, there's a there's a lot of scenes that just um, <clears throat> you never understand how Ned and his wife start fighting all the time. Yeah, you, you don't see what you don't see what happened with them and how they split up. And they just she's a drunk and he's a hockey player and they just don't get along. Yeah, until then, the end of the movie. And then you don't see anything about the other guy either. Uh, when you see they're all dolled up. Yeah, Ned. Ned, I think it was Ned. That's and, the one I'm talking about. Ned and his his wife. Oh, where'd it go? Where's her? Not Francine. I thought I had her name in here. Oh, maybe I don't. Wasn't it uh, Ned and Shirley? Ned Braden. Ned Braden and uh, no, not Shirley. What was her name? Lily. Yeah, Lily Braden, Ned and Lily. I thought I wrote that down. Maybe I skipped that. She was played by Lin Lindsay Krause. Yeah, I think I, I think I accidentally skipped that. I meant to write it down when I was scrolling on my phone. I think I right. skipped that on accident. But you never see how Ned and Lily start fighting. Yeah, you just you don't know see that she's happens. a really bad drunk because yeah. he's a hockey player and they don't have any money and everything's just going downhill. But he loves hockey and he loves her, but she just can't deal like there's with some life. Kinda, there's something, some kind of something with him too because he's always going off and finding other women like he didn't want to be dropped off when the bus was coming back he asked he had the bus driver drop him off a few blocks away and he went wherever he went right and she's there waiting and they had a conversation with the other two players wives and they were talking about how she only drinks after after whatever time and she's like she drinks all this i only drink this day and this day oh and this day and she's like she's like i she barely ever has i mean if she's she's not happy if she's not buzzed or, right or drunk <laughs> it's like geez there's some alcoholism going on well, there and that's what i liked about the very end of the movie in the final game the championship game when she shows up all dialed up and he looks up in the stands and sees her and she looks down yeah. sees him and she waves and then that's when he makes the decision to go out and strip and yeah have fun was, with it you know it was hilarious so the way uh, it ended was great everybody's fighting everybody has is beating somebody up they're either the the um Shoot, I didn't. I don't remember the name of the other team. Oglethorpe's team. Oh, the uh, the red jerseys. Syracuse Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. So either the Bulldogs are beating up somebody, or they're on the ground getting beat up by yeah one of the one of the other. I forgot the other team. The Charlestown Chiefs. Chiefs. Dang. The Chiefs and Bulldogs. Chiefs yeah. and the Bulldogs. So they're just fighting and fighting, and he starts skating around, and then he starts pulling stuff off and the band gets into it they start playing music for him right. and he's just he's just having fun i just don't understand how he got all the way down to his jock strap without taking any I don't skates either. off first yeah i don't either i mean he did have his socks pulled down 
So I guess the the shin guards weren't strapped on below the skates. Yeah, I guess anything. it shows him taking his pants off. So. Yeah, yeah, it shows him he slides the the pants and the pad and he does off the, the hip thing. Yeah, dun, dun. yeah, dun, the band dun. the band's all into it and they're just dun, sliding dun, dun, off. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> yeah, they're playing that shit. I love how one of the one of the bulldogs the other guy. I, might, I don't think it was Oglethorpe, but they're fighting and they stop and everybody's just watching him. He's yelling at the ref, telling him, you need, to, "You need to stop this. This is a disgrace to hockey." That's Doctor Hook McCracken. <laughs> is that who that was? Who played him? I didn't see him in the credits. Yeah, I'm gonna carve you up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "This disgrace. It needs to stop." And like, everybody's just fighting. They're just in a full out brawl, and that's what stops him. And he tells the ref he needs to stop this. Yeah, yeah that's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, something snaps, and he just started. Maybe it was he realized. I don't know. Something mentally happened, and he realized he needs to be back there on the ice, have fun, he needs to get out there and do things his own way. Yeah, I thought that was a pretty dramatic uh, change instead of just sitting on the ice, sitting on the bench doing nothing. I don't know. Did you find that guy yet? Um, well, I wasn't looking for that guy. Oh. I was trying to find something else, but I can't find it anywhere. I was trying to find the um the the net total worth of slap shot see how much money they've made since but yeah because i mean they lot that it was just before so i mean that might be fairly accurate with some of those some of those figures because we got to remember it's just before home box office started happening because in the 70s not everybody had a way to play movies in their home you can yeah. just you can just go buy to go down a blockbuster and buy a movie that didn't start until what 80s and 90s that didn't start until later <clears throat> so there wasn't right. there wasn't a whole lot so like some of these movies could have could have potentially made a lot more money so because like a lot of them did like like in the in the 90s and early 2000s when people were still buying movies they had the box office release so they had what they made there and then they had the home box office how many movie sales were there and that just made i mean it just blew numbers out of the water when that started being able to you started being able to buy them on um cassette right <laughs> old right, school right. cassette put it in the tape player excuse me you had a they had a whole second form of revenue for all these movies <clears throat> so they had tons of tons of tons of places they could make some money so the guy that played dr hook mccracken he's the guy who punches the ref in the, yeah. the back of the head he his name is paul diamato okay paul diamato and I tried to look him up, like his IMDb, but I don't see one. Maybe that's the only movie he ever did. It, 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 it could be. I don't know. Let me see if I can find an IMDb on him. Uh, they do have an IMDb on him, but there ain't much to it. Um, when he's talking to... When he's talking to Reggie the first time, he's like, <laughs> he says to Reggie, he says, Dunlop, you suck cock. <laughs> All I can get <laughs> is what he says to him. Then he's talking to Ned and he says, a hundred bucks says you're going to crack my skull. And Ned said, I wouldn't crack your knuckles for a hundred bucks. So he's bluffing. Somebody's got it. Somebody's going to kill you, you dumb son of a bitch, but it isn't going to be me. And then uh, 
he's talking to the Hansons. He's like, they don't call me Dr. Hook for nothing. And Jeff Hansen says, how you doing? Because <laughs> he goes, oh, they're trying to be nice with the guys because they're trying to play old-time hockey. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, how you doing? They're like out there talking. Look, all the brothers go up like, how you doing? Hey, how yeah. you doing? That's pretty funny. Yeah, dude. It just it, it literally says Paul D'Amato, Tim McCracken, and then it gives his lines in the movie. And that's it. Oh. But it don't say it, it don't have the part where he hits the ref, but that's probably the only only movie he did then. Yep, and that's what be. that's what ends the championship game. Cause the ref the ref goes, uh, that's it. You forfeit. The yeah. game the game's over. What is he telling him? Come get Come on, dummy, come dummy. get the trophy. You win. <laughs> yeah. You win. Come get your trophy. <laughs> yeah. So they win, yeah. they end up winning the championship. But the parts where uh, you know, I, I, I see the arc with Paul Newman, right? Where with uh um Reggie Dunlop where Reggie Dunlop's the coach and he's a player coach mm-hmm. and he has to go pick up the Hanson brothers. So he picks up the Hanson brothers. He brings them back. <laughs> and they're beating the shit out of the Coke machine. And then he goes straight Stole to the my owner. Quarter. Then he goes straight to the owner in the in the arena there. And he's like, where the fuck did you get these guys at? <laughs> they brought their fucking toys with them. Yeah. He said, I used to remember this guy that would deliberately get penalties so he could sit in the penalty box. And, <laughs> and jack off uh, in the penalty box. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, what geez. was his name? <laughs> Dude. And then, you know, like Dunlop, and then he goes back to the guys and he notices how they're in last place. And then, you know, nothing's working. And, you know, at the, when the Hanson brothers are first in, they're getting ready. They're taping their knuckles like boxers. Yeah, but they're laying foil down. Yeah. What's, the, what's the foil supposed to do? I, I, maybe foil hardens when it gets cold um, maybe, near the maybe, ice. I don't, I don't know. This is funny. But yeah, they're full on. For. They're taping up their knuckles yeah. and in between their fingers, just like <laughs> you would get taped up for a boxing match. What are you guys doing? We're putting on the foil, coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're putting on the foil. So they tape their hands up like they're going to fight. So he already knows these guys are monsters and they're getting. The, that was the game when that one dude with the shaggy blonde hair was on the ice and Reggie says, or Ned says, you look smashed. He's like, oh, oh man, that, something that's right. If anybody checks me, I'm going to piss, piss all myself. over. So I'm going to piss all over myself. <laughs> mm, and yeah. he goes back on the bench and tells Reggie that. Reggie goes out and checks him and he's just standing there and <laughs> yeah. slowly skating to the bench. He tells he him he needs to get off the ice because he's going to kill himself. Yeah, right. Because he's out there just sloshed. He's just completely <laughs> hammered. Trying to play the game. I, I I would wonder, like back in the late 70s, early 80s, how many guys played minor league hockey smashed. It wouldn't surprise me. Or not or at all. Massively hungover. Or drugged up. Yeah. Or just, you know, whatever. They just go out there and skate. And at some point, hockey, any professional sport that you play for their whole life, it just becomes muscle memory. You just yeah. do it. I mean, it's just natural. You can go out and skate. I can your see hand. that because I mean, because they just they practice so much, especially in in professional hockey, NHL. If they're playing in the pros and the, the big game, that that they practice so much, they put in that ten thousand hours. Malcolm Gladwell says ten thousand hours is what you need to be professional. You need to be good at it. What's the matter? But I think if you showed up hammered to an NHL game. You're getting fined and you're out. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, they're, yeah. they're not going to let you play. You're not going to play drunk or high or nothing. It's a profession. It well, I mean, so many of them. Professional. Yeah, and so many of them are professional and they want that that profession in their craft. 
they want to play their sport as best as they can, they're not coming in hammered. I mean, they might do some things to take some steroids or do something to enhance their abilities, but they're just looking to get, be the better player, be the best of the best right. and, and win. I mean, you, you want to, you want to get that run for the Stanley cup in hockey. Yeah. I mean, you want to go to the super bowl or you want to go to the world series and they just, I mean, look at baseball, how many people have gotten kicked out and gotten their title stripped of steroids. Yeah. I mean, and then you have crazy contracts. You see the contract Shohei and Shohei Otani just signed. No, I didn't. Where's he going? Dude, you have no idea how much money he just got. Pitcher. If anybody doesn't know. Pitcher, outfielder, batter, first base. Great, great batter. Wherever he wants to play. He's a really good pitcher. He's going to the LA Dodgers. Oh, so he's 10 years. He's not going very far. 10 years. Seven hundred million dollars. Holy shit! Is the contract he just signed? Dang, seven hundred million dollars. He's going to get paid seventy million dollars a year to play for the Dodgers. So it's easy for him. He's staying in L.A. Yeah, (laughs) but dude, that that's like that's almost double than the next highest contract ever signed. Hmm. Mike Trout. Mike Trout signed with the Angels. For like twelve years for three hundred and fifty million oh, or something. Geez, like that. Really? Same team, yeah. maybe anybody who doesn't know. Yeah. They're both they both uh they they were both in LA. They were both in LA. Yeah. And Mike Trout, when he re signed, he got a contract twelve years for like three hundred and forty nine or three hundred and fifty million. Well, LA, we say LA, but the Los Angeles the Angels. Los Angeles. Yeah, Angels. Los Angeles Angels. Cause then you got the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. That's so why, the Dodgers and Angels. That's why I said he's staying in LA. He's right. just moving over. So he moved over to the Dodgers. Changing. And now 10 years, $700 million. Holy crap. Changing the blue and changing to the blue and white instead of the red and white. Yeah. Huh. Unbelievable That's contract. Good. I mean, That's... he's, he's such a good player. I mean, he's, I mean, he's not like in the news that often, like being right. doing big, crazy things. But I mean, if you need him to play somewhere, he can play everywhere. He's worth a lot of money to any team that takes him yeah but he ain't worth that much yeah that's a lot of money that's too much fucking money that's so how much was what how many you said 10 years 10 years for how for how long 700 million for 10 years 70 million a year 70 million yeah jeez he, he he's probably going to be the highest played athlete that's got the be, highest paid athlete ever yeah because that's more than max, max Verstappen makes 55 and he's the number one driver in f1 yeah and i want to say wasn't um wasn't LeBron making sixty three million a year or was it more than that? Something like that. It's I largest, think it was like sixty three million a year. It's easily the largest contract I've ever. But heard I mean, of. I mean, he's making tons of money off of Nike. Oh so yeah, for his sure. net his net is what he's making per year is way big. Thank you. Right, I'm dropping stuff all over the place. <laughs> That's all right. First <clears throat> movie review, man. We got to get back into the swing of things. <laughs> well, we're still in the swing of things from doing. Uh, Doing opinions and buttholes all the time, but oh, we got we got a big list of movies to review. Yeah, also. we're gonna start getting through them. So every so, other week, we're gonna try to keep doing one yeah, of these. Yeah, we are. But <clears throat> we got a lot of really good movies coming out. I didn't make a list, so be on the lookout for that when we start doing a big list. I mean, we've got some good stuff that just recently came out that I've seen that that was pretty good. Um, Haunting in Venice recently came out. Yeah, that's you really, said it was really, really good. good. That's on the list. Um, the Blue Beetle finally came out on streaming. It did. You can Max. stream it. I haven't seen it. I've, I, I haven't seen it either. I didn't really know a whole lot. About uh, Oppenheimer's that. out now. Yep. Oppenheimer came out, and that's supposed to be. Really, I really want to really see good. that because I I, I love uh, the dude that plays 
uh killian murphy killian murphy yeah yeah he's he i like the way he acts he's good he, my favorite role he was was uh the scarecrow in batman yeah he's way good in peaky and, blinders. and peaky blinders he's so good in as peaky uh blinders. what was his name james shelby is it shelby I think something shelby but he doesn't have to he doesn't have to use a dialect Tom, tommy shelby tom shelby maybe it's tom shelby shelby i, I think it's the shelby family yeah I don't know. I started getting into into that, but didn't have time to keep watching, and I just kind of. I, I really kept, like kept uh, falling asleep. I really liked uh, Tom Hardy's character in that. Yeah, oh, he played really good. That Jewish rabbi dude yep. or whatever. Good. Like that's a pretty good series. That's that's, that's a really good series. Um, but back back but back to Slapshot for a second. What I was yeah, yeah, sure. getting at when we were talking about Reggie Dunlop's arc, um, you know, you never really understand why Ned and Lily were fighting. And, you know, it happened throughout the movie. And that was kind of like the backstory of all the hockey was like Ned and Lily and then Reggie and his wife and then Billy, the really good looking dude that's getting all these hot blonde chicks because he's a good looking dude. Yeah, the boosters. He had, he was kissing two girls at the same time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're always meeting him when he comes off the bus yeah. and their boobs are bouncing. Yeah. And then uh, you got Charlie who his wife's kind of like, well, you know, Charlie gets home. I just feed him this and I let him rest because he need. you know, she's all like super mom and super taking super wife taking care of him. And then you get Reggie Dunlop, who's married, but not married. They don't want to be. She don't want to be with him. Francine don't want to mm -hmm. be with him, but he is trying to take care of this team and everything. And she's doing her own thing and they just drifted apart, but they still love each other. You can tell. You can tell there's still a lot of love there, but they just, they're not meant to be together. Yeah. And then he ends up, the the only nudity scene really of a woman is. When he, the goalie, that other goalie's wife. Yeah. The well, goalie, goalie for that other, that other team. <laughs> yeah. And that's when he finds out that she likes women. And then. Yeah. Because he uses that to bait him because they don't have a backup goalie. Henry, your wife sucks pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he gets all mad and then he says up to him again then he skates behind the net around and he's like she's a lesbian a lesbian and he takes his mask off and chases him down and starts fighting with him and he gets he gets thrown out of the game and they don't have another goalie so they forfeit the game that's right. how they get their first win they break their losing streak yep. of who knows how long <laughs> no yeah but that arc there you know like you do you do see a lot of his character arc and you see a lot of what he does as player manager what he's doing to try and help the guys out like he goes to the owner's house and it's the female owner who helps carry the groceries and stuff yeah and he's trying to talk to her about looking into florida to buy somewhere in florida so they can go play or and sell, keep playing sell or sell the team, the team in general and she's like oh i'm not going to get rid of the team you know my husband loved this team or whatever and i just i'm trying to get rid of it <laughs> I hope your son sucks cock. Like he's, <laughs> yeah, he's just being all mean and shit. And uh, she's really offended by that. But right then he realizes that, you know, the, the team's done. Even after they won the championship, she was going to get rid of the team anyway. Yeah, she was just going to disband the team and take the tax, yeah. take the tax break, and just because I mean the team started making money, and she said she was finally in the black for the first time with the team, and yeah, and now it's a good time to just. She can't. It would she would lose money selling the team? She couldn't make enough money to. And then he got a coaching job it. somewhere. Yeah, in Minnesota. He, in Minnesota, and then he says, "I'm going to take some of the boys with me." Yeah. And go over there and coach. Yeah. 
So you do, like I was saying, you do see a lot of his character arc and right. see, see a lot of what he does behind the scenes for the character, for the other players and, and how he talks to his, his, uh, sports reporter friend and tells him he's got good Dickie. intel. What was the guy's name? I don't remember. Like, Dickie something. Yeah. But he tells him he's got good intel that retirement community in Florida is going to buy the buy the team and they're going to go down to Florida. So he prints that in the news and gets, yeah. it gets morale up because everybody's like, well, they they thought that the team was gone. I mean, they thought they were they were going to be disbanded. Right. To finish out the season, you see some of the stuff that he does to to carry the team and keep everything going. But you could see that the town they were in and the way the team was going and the mill laying off people. Yeah. You, ten ten thousand people. Ten thousand people laid off from this mill in Charlestown. You you start to see where the team doing good and bringing energy back to the town that it was helping the morale of everybody. Yeah, it was with the team coming back online and then winning that championship because mm -hmm. the whole town it seemed like came to that parade. Yeah, it was a giant parade. Yeah, but yeah, just the the weird arcs that happened behind the scenes of the hockey games was like you said lacking maybe lacking and some of it seemed almost seemed a little bit forced with some of the other players some of the other stuff and it was like they were trying to they were trying to balance that the the team on the ice and then their the players themselves the backstory a little bit yeah it's just it needed a little more i think they could have done a little more for the players and for those characters to develop those characters and still had just as much hockey i think if they made the movie nowadays instead of in 77 actually it was first put out like now they would have more time what's the matter it's right there that little round thing the heater vents right there they would have more time to do an r-rated comedy and tell more of the story yeah I you know what i'm saying because the movie was only what an hour and 45 I, I minutes long or something like that. yeah so it's not a super long movie and it tells such a big story really quick. It does. You know, and, and uh, you know, they go from nothing to fighting to winning. And then it tries to fill in all these character arcs. And I think they just did too much with the character arcs. If they would have just stuck with Paul Newman's character being a player coach and his personal life and trying to save the team and have the hockey go alongside it, yeah, it might have made a way better movie. Maybe. I, I like that they threw all the other people in there. a possibility. But they only had so much budget, and they had to fill so much. Yeah, they did. So instead of paying Paul Newman to have an entire story about him coaching and playing this hockey team and saving money doing that, you throw in a couple arcs of less paid actors. And he does seem like he's trying to do a lot to save uh, Ned and Ned and Lily. Yeah, he he's does a lot. trying to save their marriage. He does a lot. He's the one that introduced Lily to Francine to get her all dialed up. and Yeah. Help make her feel better. Because that's what she went to the last game with was yep. Francine. Her and yeah. Francine went to yeah, the yeah. game together. What's the matter? You don't know? All right. We're almost done. Just chill. Go eat your food. <laughs> Calm Something. down. <laughs> but yeah. <clears throat> you know, um, was there any other things that you didn't like about the movie? That, I think that was really it. And that wasn't really anything I didn't like about the movie because the movie was great. It's just I think they could have done, like we already talked about, a little more with those characters and how they – it, yeah, it almost sure. seemed like an afterthought, right. some of it. It's like, oh, shoot, we got to add some of this in. We don't have this. It's like it's like editing. They're realizing, oh, uh, nobody knows who these people are. We got to throw something in here, throw right. some flavor in here or something. So, and I don't, I don't think 
I don't think you could make that movie nowadays. I don't think it holds up. No, a lot of the a lot of the gay jokes and a lot of those yeah. like so many people would have been offended. There's not one black person in the whole movie. I thought I saw the back of one dude that jumped out on the ice. I thought I saw one black guy. I don't think for, any for black people played other, hockey back for one in of the other days. teams. I don't think they did either. But you never know. But uh, you know, there's 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 even if there's one black person, that's against today's rules. Uh all the jokes about your sexuality, them are out. Mm -hmm. uh, anything, you know, anything else, you know, you couldn't show. Well, you could show even more gruesome fight scenes. Yeah, they that's could crazy. Do. You can't call someone gay on TV, but you can show what it looks like when someone's shot in the head. Yeah, and ass and titties all they yeah, want. Yeah, ass and titties all you want, but you can't say, you can't say, God damn it, sometimes because it gets bleeped out. But you can say ass and shit. Mm -hmm. I don't understand today's society and what they're canceling out of everything. But I do agree that this movie was made in 1977 and it'll stay in 1977. <laughs> they're not going to be able to remake yeah. it. But it is a classic sports movie. But they did make some sequels. They did. And I have no desire to watch them. Same, same team name. Yep. But... One of them starring Stephen Baldwin. And I think the Hanson brothers actually show up in the second one. They're supposed to be in all three of them. I don't know if it's the same guys. Yeah, I'm, I, it probably is. The other guy, oh, one of the guys, uh, Steve Hanson, still makes appearances. Yeah. So it's the same. I mean, the same characters are in all three of them because they actually play in the second one. And I don't I don't think they play in the third one, but they're there. For right. Some, they're there for something. So those three, those three characters get carried through the whole throughout the franchise but yeah they made a slap shot two and a slap shot three that's it's crazy kind of crazy <clears throat> i'm right. sure it, i'm sure it does not hold up to the first one no based on when it was made no just just looking at the history of how sequels do the second one and the third one the second one always tries to overachieve and falls off the wayside and the third one usually kind of ties it up ties it together and just look at like the first three jurassic parks jurassic park and the jurassic park two was like what the heck is this right and then it was way crappy. And then the third one made it made it a little bit okay. And everybody likes the the trilogy, so, right? But we well, we can talk more about those ones when we when get we to review them. Yeah. yeah. But we'll have to see because we might end up doing like six of them for that because they did a whole second trilogy. Yeah. With uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt and um, Ron Howard's daughter, Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah, I don't know who. I've never really seen her in anything. The redhead in the in the that one. She's on other stuff too. I've never really watched those. Oh, but that's Ron Howard's daughter. After the first one or two, they just become monotonous to me. Like it's the same shit. Yeah. The only there's not many like when you get into sagas, then you can watch eight movies because it's telling a story. Yeah, the same storyline like Star Wars. It's base. It's basically the same storyline from freaking exactly. episode one to episode twelve, or and like uh, you get into the born identity. Yeah, those are good. So you get into them first three with Matt Damon. They tell an arc, and then the one with Jeremy Renner afterwards, that was telling it from another person's perspective. Perspective. He wasn't Jason Bourne, mm -hmm. but he was part of the same program that do that created Jason Bourne. So. 
them I can watch because they're not telling the same story again. Or like the Mission Impossible movies. Yeah, because they follow all, a yeah. certain arc. Like Ethan, Ethan Hunt keeps getting older and getting exiled and all this bullshit. Like it just keeps going. There, a lot of them they have to make up so much story to fill that arc, but it runs together so good in them types of movies like that. Yeah, Jurassic Park, the first one's the best. You can't do better than the first one. I did think the three, the, the last three that they did were pretty good. With Chris Pratt? Yeah. With just the CGI Just because computer and, graphics got yeah. way better. And, I mean, it's just, it was crazy the way they did it. But, I mean, the movie starts out, they're reopening the park. And it's like, well, everybody knows how that's going to go. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the, the, that that's the part that I don't like. Yeah. You know what's going to happen. Yep. You, you cannot fucking make dinosaurs and they're going to live peacefully with us. Yeah. Not going to happen. But anyway, was there any uh, continuity problems you know, that you found in that? I didn't really I didn't really find that many. I didn't really notice because they didn't really do much with hard shots. And it was just it was just pretty, not, I don't want to say basic, but it was just pretty straightforward cinematography <laughs> that there wasn't a whole lot that I noticed. I didn't, and, and I think, I didn't notice anything. I think the shots that were still lit up were so fast-paced. Yeah. And in even during the hockey sequences, they just pop screen, 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 screen so much. Yeah. You get away with a lot. You get away with a lot of content. So I did have I did have an issue with the, the checks when they're hitting guys against the glass. Yeah. They were always super, super high. And it was like, Yeah, that's that's stunt people trying not to get hurt. Well, for sure. You can tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you look at hockey and real hockey hits and it's like, Yeah, they don't jump up and land their belly on their head <laughs> yeah not too many times but no. back in the day they used to check like that did they oh okay yeah. they would fly into people there wasn't as i don't know if there was as much checking back then as there is now because people didn't wear helmets and the pads were shittier yeah well but, i mean now we're, we're looking at a lot of there's not a whole lot going on now no because they've gotten rid of a lot of it because guys got seriously injured yeah but i mean you look at you look at the checks, like you you Google uh, or get on YouTube and look greatest hockey checks and hits. Oh, fuck. Most, most of that comes out of the 90s and early 2000s. Easily. That's when the guys got faster and bigger and they started just murdering people. Mm -hmm. And there was guys, I mean, if you were a good hitter in the middle of the ice, you were an asset to a team. Yeah. Who's that guy you know? that you said you can look up? You showed me one of his greatest hits and they said they called it. Getting Cronwald, Cron, yeah, getting Nicholas Cronwald, yeah. and he really hits. see a lot of that. His looks look a lot of his hits looks like he's jumping into people, but he would skate up and skate his hip into you, mm -hmm. and you would run into his back, and when you would hit him, he'd come off the ice a little bit because he's trying to extend himself and not kill himself when yeah. you hit him. But it's like running into a wall. Yeah, so they called him. Well, his name was Nicholas Cronwald. Well, there you go. So they, you got Cronwald. I mean, he would murder people. And there was another guy who played for Detroit named uh, uh, Vladimir Konstantinov. And he probably would have been one of the best defensemen to ever play the game. He was amazing. Hard hitter. Played his position well. Big Russian dude. What years? What were their, what was their era? Uh, well, Cronwall played um, in the 2000s. Early, Maybe early late 90s, but early 2000s okay. to late 2000. And he probably played in 2000, in the 2000s to the 2015, 14, 16 mark, something okay. like that. Uh, maybe, maybe till 18. I'm not sure. Um, but Vladimir Konstantinov played two or three seasons with Detroit. He played with uh, 
uh, Igor Larionov, Slav or uh, Kozlov, Fatisov, him and Fedorov. So you had five. It was the Russian five. There's a documentary on it that you can watch about the Russian five. You had you had Konstantinov, Fatisov, Kozlov, Larionov, and Fedorov, and uh, they won the Stanley Cup in 1996, seven. I can't remember what year it was, but see, but that's right in that era that I'm talking 90s and yeah. early 2000s. Uh, right after they won the cup. That's when a lot of the greatest hits took place. I mean, if you like watching this season, this that yeah. the following the Vegas Knights, watching <laughs> their stuff, there's not that many crazy. I mean, while well, when they played Dallas. They played them today. Yeah. yeah Did you watch them, it? That's oh shoot. What they time played them at three o'clock. Was it three o'clock? Yeah. It. They played them at three o'clock today. I knew it was today, but I got I was watching the Army Navy game. I'm gonna have to watch that game. Go Army, beat Navy. Yeah. Yeah. 17 to 11. Nice. Um, but what I was going to say is after they won the cup, they went out to a uh, charity golf event mm -hmm. and a few of the guys got kind of drunk. So they had, they had gotten drivers and they had gotten a limo driver for him and a couple of, uh, him oh, and shoot, that's guy. when that guy got taken out of hockey. Well, yeah, the, the, the limo driver was drunk and he hit a tree yeah, and, uh, Konstantinov, uh, just got injured his whole life. Like he was in a coma for a long time, and now he's in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Yeah, ruined his career, and oh, his life, killed, ruined his life, dude. dude. He, they when they won the cup in '97 or '98 when they brought him. Or it was '97 when they won the cup because it was a year my brother Jamie got married, and it was the year I graduated high school. And then <clears throat> they. Uh, Won the cup again in 98, and they brought him out on the ice in his wheelchair and let him hold the cup when that's, they won the cup cool. again. They yeah, kept, they I remember you telling me about that. Kept him involved with the team, you know, so that was pretty cool. But That's got to be rough. That dude, and, and, and you know, like, we talk about how hard hitting is in hockey now, and I don't know if they hit that hard back then in the late 70s and stuff, but we're talking about semi-pro hockey. These guys are trying to make it to the NHL. Yeah, they are. They're playing hockey to get ahead. So a lot of them guys play tough guys and hit hard because they want the NHL to see them and say, hey, we want you to come up and play for us. <coughs> it's like when you watch college football. Yeah. Because they're trying to get drafted. They're trying. They're playing hard. Oh, yeah. Once they get into the NFL, they got to play hard, but they got to try and they got to think about their career. Mm -hmm. the, the longevity and think about how long their career is going to be in and playing playing the best they can play and making Absolutely. making some money. Yeah. So some of the highlights of college football, you see some some crazy stuff. I don't think there's ever been three brothers that play on a line though that try to kill people. No, no. <laughs> that, know? All they do is they just they all the, they don't even care where the puck is. Some of the times they just yeah. go straight for the other players and smash them into the wall. Yeah. Or jump <laughs> or, over the net and hit the guy with the stick. Or or go by the other teams and bop, 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 and yeah. smack them all in the head. <laughs> or trip the goalie. Yeah. Or trip, trip the linesman. Trip the, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or the ref. Oh, he took out yeah. he took out the ref that one yeah. time. That was hilarious. When he went by and stuck his stick out and just skated by and just slapped them all in the face. What about the time when they're skating around for warm-ups and that dude keeps mean mugging them and they come yeah. back around, he just switches hands and clotheslines yeah. and they all start Right playing. before the game even starts. Yeah, during warm-ups. They're just out there <laughs> skating around warming up. Oh, man. Man, dude. those guys were just – they were just beasts out of But the I guarantee you 
in 15 years, if we talk about this movie, you're going to say the Hanson brothers. That's what you're going to remember from that movie. Yeah, you'll remember Which, the which is brothers. weird because the movie, Paul Newman, you know, he's probably the biggest name in Hollywood at the time or one of them. He's in a cast of not so many known people, but it's Paul Newman movie. Yeah. And it's a great movie. Um, you know, the, the whole, his whole storyline and then him co coach player winning the championship and everything. When you say slap shot to somebody, you know, the movie slap shot from 1977. Yeah. The Hanson yeah, brothers. brothers. They, they are probably the greatest characters ever written into a sports movie. They were, they were pretty good characters. <laughs> the, the fight that they caused in the hotel lobby because they couldn't stay in the room together. Oh, yeah, they got the dude up, <laughs> upside down, into that tree. And the other, guy's, the other guy's trying to, I don't know if he's trying to stick it up his ass or he whatever. Trying to but stick the tree on top of his head and plant him in the they bucket. Had him, yeah, they had him upside down in the bucket. Oh, my God, man. man that, it's that, against policy. That though. dude in the crowd throws his keychain and hits oh, yeah. him and he climbs up he's, over the glass. They just climb over the glass. Who, and which, just, was it that? No, that guy. Well, <laughs> he's just, just plowing no, no, through no, people. No, not that guy. That guy. Well, <laughs> he I, hitting I guy. didn't do it. And he hits him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was funny. That was hilarious. Dude, it's a it's a great movie. Uh, the bus driver even got involved and he's out there beating it up. With, what the hell are you doing? Trying to make, make it, look it look mean. mean. Yeah, he's out there trying to make it look mean. Or they get all excited when there's the cops show up to arrest him. Right. <laughs> and he sees them. He's like, there's six of them out there for us. <laughs> he's all excited. And they're like, the cops are here. That was funny. The just Hansons. Like, they're just so excited just to cause mayhem and just destroy things. Right. Um, One thing I was going to mention, though, I think. Oh, my gosh. I wish my brother Josh was here for this movie review for Slapshot because yeah, he, he knows loves, so much about it. And uh, I want to say at the time, the old coach from the Washington Capitals, Bruce Boudreaux, I think it was Boudreaux, played semi-pro hockey at the time. And the apartment that Paul Newman scenes are shot at in an apartment was Bruce Boudreaux's apartment. They let, he let them use it to make the movie. Oh. Huh. So an actual like NHL or an actual player and an actual coach in the NHL, it was his apartment they were using for the movie. I want to say in the credits, when I saw the credits rolling by, they had players as themselves. And I found it weird that Paul Newman had a stunt double. I was telling you about that before we started yeah. this. And it got kind of similar. It looks like them. It's kind. Of, I was noticing um, when they when they were jumping out on the ice for warm up. I was noticing how well he was skating. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's actually doing pretty good. I wonder if he skated before. And like a lot of them, like the Hanson brothers, when they're in the warm up, when they're skating around, like any all of those guys, and a bunch of the people. Uh, I mean, they just found people who could skate. Right. I was like, oh, that's pretty crazy. Oh, uh, the guy's name was Rod Bloomfield. Was Reggie Dunlop stunt double. Okay. Was Paul Newman's stunt double. Yeah. I'm guessing like, when you make a movie like that, you have to have people that can actually skate. Because you yeah. gotta, you know, and you try to find actors that can actually skate. Like uh Mighty Ducks, you could tell none of them people could skate. <laughs> I mean, the movie was set around kids that are learning to play hockey. Yeah. You can't have and then you get a kid like Adam Banks, who probably did play triple A hockey or something. Yeah, because he actually up. looked good on the ice. That kid, yeah, that, was he like kid. ten or eleven in the movie, and he looks like he has skated a lot in his life, so he knew what he was doing. You get a movie like Miracle, 
you probably got kids that played college hockey out there in the movie, you know, because they didn't what's use the other, any what's, really big names. What's the other hockey movie we had on the on the list? For uh, Mystery Bowl? Alaska. Was it that one? Uh, Maybe we, we didn't put it on the Young list. Youngblood with Keanu Reeves. Yeah. He's, he was out there skating so well on the ice, they thought they just got a they just got a minor league hockey player. Well, isn't he from Canada? Yeah, he's Canadian. I think he grew up playing hockey. He so probably grew up playing hockey. He yeah. already knew. I mean, he knew how to skate, from what I understand. <laughs> so now there is scenes in movies when you can tell it's not the actor playing. Yeah, he's he's Canadian and Hawaiian. When you when you can tell, like in Young Blood, like when uh, uh, Rob Lowe is making his moves, you can tell he's just doing that in front of a camera, and someone else is yeah. skating for him. Yeah, probably. Or like you know. I, I always thought about this. You remember in um, Mighty Ducks when Emilio Estevez gets that old pair of skates and he's out in that park and he laces his skates up and he starts skating around. You remember that on the pond? He started skating around on that pond. Kind of. I kind of remember that. He was supposed to be like almost in the NHL or an ex yeah, NHL he player. To, he was supposed to be able to make, I mean, and who he got left. his knee blown out. Yeah. And he looked like he had almost never skated before. You could tell it was him skating. <laughs> yeah, he was supposed to be like a, I don't know what they would call it, AAA or whatever. He was, And then he was about to get a shot to go to the NFL. Right. And he, NHL. And, sorry, NHL. There, I don't, there's one, I said, and I don't even know why of, I said that. Speaking of that, there's one correction I want to make from last week. <laughs> when we were talking about dogs, and I was talking about like dogs being real rehabilitatable and, and uh, people. Yeah. I said, I don't want to compare humans to people. <laughs> and I'm like, Whoops. no, okay. Humans to humans dogs. Humans to dogs That's or humans to animals. And then you said something else. I can't remember where it was, but you said something else kind of similar, <laughs> like comparing two of the same thing. And I'm like. That's why we need oh, to start a fact check. <laughs> we need to start a fact check. Or we need to start editing like the whole thing, like listen to it and Maybe. then fix. And then do a little. Uh, That's a lot of time though. What do they call it? Uh where you, ADR. ADR, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Additional dialogue recording. Yeah. Additional recording. It's going and like. Fix it. Hey, bro. And you're like, bro. <laughs> you go in and just say a word over whatever you said. Maybe. Yeah. Or we'll just leave all that in and do a fact check. Or you know what? Hey. It is what it we're is. We're keeping it real, people. We're just having a conversation. We fuck up. We're not, we're not going to make this perfect. This is not mainstream media. This is just us having fun. We're not doing a whole week of editing. Yeah. After the after each episode and fixing every little thing. This is just fun, good content for you guys to listen to. I mean, I could go through and edit out what we cough and what something happens or, or any of that, but I'm just. Yeah. No, we work full-time jobs. Yeah. This is just fun for us. It is fun. <laughs> it's a lot of fun. <clears throat> now, this was a fun movie, too. Um, Don't forget, the day you're listening to this, hopefully Thursday the 14th of December, that night, the first three episodes of Reacher are going to be released yeah, on Amazon are. tonight. We're excited for that. Give it a listen if you or give it a watch. If you have not watched the first season, binge the first binge season. Binge the first season and then start. The, well, actually, you don't even have to because it's following books and they're not like chronological order. So you could actually watch the whole second season and then go back and watch the first season. It don't mean nothing. There's different characters in both of them. Jack Reacher is the only character that carries over. Such a good show. It's such a great show. The, the books are amazing. You get a chance to listen to the books. First one's called The Killing Floor. That's season one. That was the first book that Lee Child wrote. And then Lee Child wrote a book called Bad Luck and Trouble. 
And that's what season two is going to be done after. It's oh, book, book 11. Awesome. And they've already been greenlit for season three. I mean, we, we like this one a lot more than, sorry, Tom Cruise. No offense to You're Tom Jack Cruise. Reacher. But if, it's so much better. Jack Reacher's 6'5", 250 pounds. And I that's mean, what Alan Rickson is. They were good. They were good movies. Like the Tom Cruise yeah, ones. No, they, they, were, were they were good, good movies. Good action. Good action movies, but not that's not Reacher. And they followed the story of the books. Yeah. I mean, they, they, they were the books. I mean, Tom Cruise is a good action movie. but He's not Jack Reacher. Yeah, he doesn't. For this specific character, yeah. Al, Alan, what's the Rick, Rickson? A Al, Rick, Alan Rickson. Rickson. He's, he just does so much better. Yeah. You know, he's the only person. And, and now that I've seen him as Jack Reacher, he's the only person I can see as Jack Reacher. Yeah. There's no other person in Hollywood I think could play Jack Reacher. Yeah. No, not nowhere better than him. So binge the first season and then watch the new one. And luckily the writer strike is over so they can finish up season three. Because yep, I want to say, I want to say season, partway through filming season three, that's when the strike happened. So they had no more writer. They had, once they've filmed whatever was written and then the actors joined the strike and it was like, well, we got nothing now. I did read that season three probably won't be dropped until 2025. Mm, shoot. And uh, it's probably because of the strike. I don't even know what book it is going to be on. So once I find that out, because I've read all the books. So once I find that out, I'll know what the movie, you know, the show's kind of going to look yeah. like. How many books are there? You said 29. You said the next one's based on book 11. Yeah, there's 29 books. Jeez. In the, in the, in the Jack Reacher series. Then there's a lot of short story books and stuff like that, like about him growing up in the Philippines and mm. all over the world with his dad, who was a Marine and his mom was a French woman. So there, there's, there's a lot of story arc to Jack Reacher. Like That's there's a lot. That's a lot so of books. much. Jeez. Uh, uh, you know, his time <clears throat> in the military, there's a lot of flashbacks, books that flash back to when he was in the military. That's cool. You know, there's, there's a lot of back and forth, but they have so many opportunities because Jack Reacher's books are not chronological. Some of them talk about things that happened in the past. But they're not in chronological order, so you could read any book, and it's yeah, just I think a Jack I heard, Reacher book. I think I heard an interview about that. He was talking, Lee Child was talking to somebody about the movies, and he was talking how the Tom Cruise movie is somewhere in the middle, somewhere. And he says that's where that's where you get introduced to him on the big screen. But because of the way his books are written, he, he kind of wrote them like that on purpose. Yeah. So there was more. There, there's more screen adaptability for his books and his character yeah because they could blend two books together easily and, and they could be like because if they're chronological not not necessarily they're they're not released in a chronological order or anything one of them could be in the past they could do two books together and even though it could be like book nine and book yep. 14 but yeah they, because they happen near each other right time frame wise they can mix them and and in the season one of reacher is uh it's the best book to start with because that introduces the character and it like it tells you how he was how he is because he even says in the book that he played one game for army and they kicked him off the team because he was for being too violent oh jeez, <laughs> you know and he says that in the show and like just the way you know he walks into town on like a 14 mile walk from the highway into that little town mm -hmm. in the rain it's the way the book starts Whoops. Got a little guitar over there. <laughs> it, it, it's the way the book starts. So. The springs on the. You can't hear it, but the springs on this, I touched them. They come through, they're vibrating. The they mic. sound really cool in the mic. 
Um, so yeah, uh, go watch Reacher. You will not be disappointed, I promise. And season two is going to be just as good as season one, I believe. Yeah. What other movies or shows are you excited for? Since this is our movie, this reviews segment. Um, Napoleon. Oh, Napoleon. I can't wait to see Napoleon. I think that came out last weekend. I think so. Just, just a couple weeks ago. Um, week or so. What else? There was something else I seen that looked really good. What was that movie that you saw the preview? We saw the preview for in the that the family buys a new house and the pool has been empty for forever and they fix it. I don't remember what that's called. That's a movie coming out. It's a horror movie. The only the only movie I can think of uh, that I really want to see right now is Napoleon. I gotta find that. I gotta look that. Up. It looks it looks scary. Like I don't know if I want to watch. It. <laughs> and oh my gosh! Hang on. There's another movie coming out December twenty second that I seen that looked really good. You're gonna have to edit out all this quiet time while we're looking shit up. Night Swim. I just Googled movie with pool demons. (laughs) Movie's coming out December 22nd. It's called Night Swim. This crazy movie. This family buys a pool, but there's there's they buy well sorry they buy a house with a pool and there's they fill the pool because it's been empty and then all of a sudden crazy stuff starts happening with demons living under the pool or what in the pool whatever. People start getting murdered and disappeared. <clears throat> what other movies? Hmm. Oh, there was a movie that I seen. The other I like yesterday I seen it and it comes out December twenty second and I can't I can't find them. Let's see. What else is supposed to be Charlie the Charlie and the Chocolate Factory movie? What is it called? Wonka? Yep, Wonka's coming out pretty Tim- soon. Timothy Chamelet. We've got uh, Aquaman and the Lost Kingdom. That's That's it. coming soon. That's the one coming out one? soon. Yeah, December 22nd. Yep. So look for that. That's the one I was thinking of. What else is coming out? Mm, scrolling through, looking at anything that looks interesting. Well, that's all it's that's all this movie is. releases for December 2023. Yeah, I'm not really. Live action Is that real? Mm-hmm. Live action Ferngully? Mm-hmm. Huh. Anybody remember that movie from the 90s, Ferngully? Ferngully? Human. What's a human? <laughs> Nutritious and delicious. Tastes just like chicken. <laughs> See, I don't know what it is. I pull up this list. Who? Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's okay. Her movies are okay. Zendaya. Zendaya, Zendaya, whatever. Yeah. I mean, we'll we'll have some more. I'll, re, I'll re, try to remember to research that for the next episode. Have uh, the January, everything coming out December and January. Probably, yeah. January, probably January for that next episode. I'll look up January releases and, and that stuff that's coming out. Uh, movie, <clears throat> movies coming out in December, I think. Uh, oh, like, that Silent Night movie released December 1st. Silent Night. Yeah, I showed you the trailer a while ago. Yeah. That man shooting all them people. 
I'll have to show you the trailer after this. Yeah, I don't remember uh, exactly. Wonka, Rebel Moon, Aquaman. I'm excited for for Aquaman. That, that one looks good. It does. If you haven't seen a trailer for that, look that one up. That looks good. Wonka should be pretty good. But I heard somebody, some people were, because it's, it's his story of how he becomes the chocolatier, how he becomes the, well, not necessarily chocolatier, but the candy factory person. It's kind of his backstory. Right. And I heard, I saw an article about something and they were, they were showing a picture of Timothy Chamelay and um, Gene Wilder next to each other. And they're, they're saying like, it's that they're not really looking forward to that movie. They're not excited for that because where's the craziness in his eyes? Because Gene, Gene Wilder's, he was, he was crazy about candy. I mean, he, there was something unhinged there with his his character. And I was thinking about like, well, this is his origin story. He's not there yet. Right. He's not a hundred percent snapped or whatever i mean he's still he's still got dreams and ambitions about being this world famous candy person or whatever and right he somewhere along that story is when he gets that crazy look in his eye yeah so i think it looks it looks okay it looks pretty good well both both the wonk movies so far have been pretty good i can't imagine they do this one wrong i don't think so you know as long as like and they're kind of like they're kind of like going in a regression this one, yeah, it definitely seems like it's an origin story. It's his backstory. It seems like, you know, like the first one was done so long ago with Gene Wilder, and it was it was good, an amazing movie. It's I like one it. of the most classic movies of all time, I think. But Gene Wilder good. playing him, and then part two, they switched a few things up, but it was almost the exact same as the first one. And then this one, they're actually going back and doing a prequel yeah. to when he actually – started developing yeah, chocolate builds, trying to build the factory, factory. yeah so, so i, I think it be should good. be interesting uh a lot of good movies coming out a lot of good movies just released to that you can buy and stream because and well in the and they're not necessarily fairly unknown but they're a little bit under the radar because of the writer's strike so because nobody was out there promoting those movies a lot of indie films got made did they i think probably because they're not part of sag yeah you know, anything you, you have anything to do something in Hollywood pretty much to be SAG. Yeah. You know, you can you can do a SAG. You can get a SAG card being in a commercial, but yep. it depends on where you have it done at. There's a yeah. lot of people that weren't just, part just of the strike because they're not part of that unit. Yeah. You know, so they they're able, they were still able to write and shoot. But all, all studio movies, though, were, were All the studio movies on were hold. on hold. Yeah. But any yeah, any foreign movies or any indie movies, a lot of those still got made. And I think when the strike first happened, they were only allowed to release movies that were already like 90% or more done. Yeah. And then they were able to finish them because they were yeah, under stuff, contract. And stuff that was already written and whatever. Yeah. At first, it was just the writer's strike. And then that wasn't going anywhere. And then the actors joined them. So SAG yeah, after. They were going to support the writers. And a lot yeah. of them actors are all writers too. So yeah. And a lot of them were out there on the picket line supporting them, yeah. doing doing stuff with, with the writers. I love and to see that in a union. They join you know, all that. Yeah. They all stick together. Yeah. That's what we did at UPS, you know. For well, the, that's why we didn't do, because there's Teamsters who work on movies. Yeah. They have they have a cinematography section. They have a Hollywood section that yep. work on movies. That's why we didn't do any movie reviews. They're Teamsters. They're part of the Brotherhood. So we supported them. We didn't do any movies. But now we're back. First movie back. Slapshot. Oldie but goodie. Give it a watch. Next one will you be will a enjoy new it. one. Next one will be a newer, newer one. Next one will be a newer one. I I'll, say I say we throw a vote out for Napoleon or Oppenheimer. One more. Three. Okay. So what do you want to do? Haunting in Venice. 
Well, we'll throw a scary, on. scary one. Hang on. We're going to do this vote on the next episode. Okay. Because our next movie review you are, you is going to be fucking Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> we said that on the last <laughs> That's episode. Right. That's right. We got to do we Dumb and Dumber. We are doing Dumb and Dumber for the next episode. So okay. keep keep listening and you'll hear that one. We'll do Dumb and Dumber next. I but we can still get Matt to watch Dumb and Dumber. We can still put our votes out there, though, for, for two episodes, two movie reviews from now. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So what are the three so movies you want? I say, I think either Napoleon, Oppenheimer, I mean, we'll haunting a, in Venice. A haunting in Venice. We'll throw a different category in there. That way we have. Because uh, we've got two biopics and then a scary movie. Yep. And we have a lot of history and then a scary movie. Yeah. So Napoleon, Oppenheimer, Haunting in Venice. Give it a vote. If you haven't seen the movies yet, watch them. Yep. See which one you yep. want us to review. Check they're, them out. They're all out. They're all on streaming, I believe. Is Napoleon out on I streaming? Don't, I don't know if Napoleon is. I know Oppenheimer is because it's already left theaters yeah. and it's already done its Yeah, time. you can already see it on iTunes. You can see Oppenheimer and you can see Haunting in Venice, but I don't know about Napoleon. I don't know if that one's that one's out yet. So. That one might not be able to be in the vote then. Maybe. Maybe. We'll have to see if it's streaming. Yeah. I think it was out in theaters last week. We'll have to see. And if not, and, uh, check next week's, next week's episode of it, Opinions of Ballholes. We'll throw an edit in there. If it's not, if we can't get it by by the next time we're going to record that, then we'll have, we'll do an update on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll change up change up that third movie. Yeah. But or or if you haven't seen them and you want us to do a review on it first before you go see it, um, vote for for one of those movies. Yeah, yeah. If you haven't seen them, let us know. Oppenheimer, Napoleon, Haunting in Venice. Yep. Give us a vote. Yeah. See where it goes from there. Give us a vote. So check out a movie. When you do go see a movie, grab your popcorn. Silence your cell phones. Enjoy the show. Bye.